0: Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Bluant, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the reading of your word. That your word is living and powerful, sharper than any, any two-edged sword. Your word is able to deliver. Your word is able to descend between the bone and the marrow. Father, the spirit and the soul, may you touch us, may we be convicted and restored and renewed by your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, we are teaching on vision. And uh, this is it's, it's our vision month. And the subtopic for this Sunday is the Great Commission and you, the great commission and you The great commission and you And uh, the love of Christ, the Bible tells us, compels us We are driven and powered by the Holy Spirit to make a difference Each and every one of us, you can make a difference You can contribute effectively to the welfare of others The book of Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 says to us For the love of Christ compels us We are driven by love The work that we do are supposed to be driven by love. The activities that we do are supposed to be driven by love. The fact that you have come to church, you should not come to church because it's a Sunday, but you come to church because you are driven by your love for God and your love for others. And so this, this day, I want to challenge you today that it is upon you to open your heart, to experience God in a new way, share your life and your love with others. The book of Jeremiah Chapter 29 verse 7 It says And seek the peace of the city Where I have caused you To be carried away Seek the peace of the city Which I have caused you to be carried away Since you are in the city The Lord is challenging us We are talking about the great commission And you For you to prosper Your neighbor must prosper For you to do well Your neighbor must do well The tradition is that I should be the only one who succeeds. I should be the only one who excels. But the call of God, the desire of God about our life is that all should experience the goodness of the Lord. He says, seek the peace of of the city that you are so that you will prosper, so that you will do well. Even us as a shepherd, as a leader, you have to seek the welfare of others. Don't always seek for yourself, but seek for others. And the other verse, Jeremiah 29 verse 11, it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Can you tell your neighbor, I know the thoughts that God thinks about you. Say it again, I know the thoughts that God thinks about you. <laughs> tell your neighbor, it's a good thoughts, The thoughts to prosper you, not to harm you. You see, when we love, we'll have the same thoughts about our neighbor. We will have good thoughts for our neighbor. Many years ago, somebody uh, got a job for me. He says, no, there is a job. I've spoken. I've told them about you. There wasn't much for me to do because somebody had good thoughts about me. He introduced me, spoke so well of me that the other people believed what they were told. Even though they were advertisements." Other people were not taken. I was taken because somebody spoke well of me. Can you tell your neighbor, God is speaking well of you. Don't forget, most of the time, because of sin in our life, we think uh, this is not enough. Christ came to make us to be enough to come before God. The Bible says it's not by might nor by power, but it is by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. I know the thoughts that I think towards you say is the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. God has a good plan for your life. You might look at yourself and say, I'm a hopeless case. But I, I want to tell you today that you are not a hopeless case. Even the list of the people that people think is written off, God can still write your life on. Some of us were outcast. We were never received. nor we were we accepted. But we got to know. That God has a good plan Your life can turn If you make the decision about it Your life can be well If you make the decision about it We have got three points That we are going to talk about it We are talking about the great commission And you In other words, being a Christian is not about coming to church Coming to church Anyone can come to church who is not a Christian The truth about your Christianity Is your lifestyle It definitely tells us the kind of a person you are. Are you really a a, a Christian by coming to church? Or you are a Christian by the lifestyle? The life that you live shows the love that you have for God. The life that you live will show the kindness that you show to others. Or you are this person who is nice. You dress for Sunday. Look at your neighbor and say, have you dressed for today? You know, you can see I dressed up for today. I, I look like a Christian today. I'm putting on a suit. But some of us, immediately we leave the church. We have separated our life. I'm done with church. Now I can go and live my life. And then other people are experiencing hell because of you. What kind of a Christian are you? It's, God says, I've got a good plan for your life. When you love others... When you serve others, God will serve you. God will create great things for you. Three points. Point number one, God is interested in your life. Can you tell your neighbor, God is interested in your life. Because God is interested in your life, God is calling you. All of us, God has always been calling. Sometimes people are thinking, or somebody will say, oh, do you want all of us to be personal? if possible, why not? But the issue. You might not necessarily be a pastor, but you can be a great businessman. Yeah, you can be a great businessman. You can give. Can somebody help the child, please? Praise the Lord. You can. You can. You can be able to do much more than what you are doing now. You can be able to serve the Lord with what you have, and others see the Lord through your life. God is interested in your life. God is calling you. The book of Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8 to 9. It says, also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. Then he said, Go and tell these people who keep on hearing but do not understand. It's our generation. We hear. There is so much information given to us. But guess what? We are hearing nothing. We are stubborn. We are rebellious. Our hearts are hardened. You come to church, immediately you leave, you go back from where you stopped. You know, it's like that star when Jesus was born. The Bible says when he came to Herod's house, the star disappeared. And immediately they came out of the house The star came again Some of us have those kind of telltale signs So the challenge is upon your life God desires to make your life better He says go and talk to these people Who keep on hearing But do not understand Keep on seeing They see things, signs and wonders Great things are happening in their life But they choose not to perceive May God have mercy on us. Revelation chapter three verse, two, verse 20. Revelation 3:20 says, "Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Can you tell your neighbor, God is knocking on your door. You see, all of us are hearing the voice of God. Some of us are not even aware God is speaking to us, because we have allowed too many other voices. We have allowed too many other voices. To speak. I gave an example. I say the first voice that a young woman hears is a beauty voice. Somebody said 40% of what you see in a woman is not true. The week they are putting on, in the evening when we come, you might miss them because they will have t- taken the week off and put another one. I saw on a lifestyle television, these Americans, you know, they don't have much. So, <laughs> they, buy, they, buy, they buy calves. They, they dress them up. And so, a woman will look like a, a true South African. When you look at them, you are thinking, wow, this is a woman. But the truth about it is that this is not a real thing. Brothers... Artificiality What you see is not what you will get And this is the challenge We are hearing voices There are voices that are speaking So when the voice speaks We give the image of that voice And we read in the book of First Samuel chapter 3 the, the story about Samuel That he had voices God was speaking to him But he could not hear God Because there was other voices that he was used to hearing And therefore, in his many activities He got stuck in what he was used to Some of us, you could be very far You will have succeeded and prospered a long time But you always, you are listening to the voice of self-interest You are listening to the voice of selfishness Nobody can get anything except you And because of that, you have not learned That if I had, if I've listened to the voice of God, I'll be too far by now today. So God is always talking, God is always knocking in our hearts, God is always guiding and directing us, but we are missing it. The book of 1 Samuel, chapter 3, verse 8 and 9, it says, And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord has called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be. If he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Can you say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Listen, most of you, if not all of you, God has been talking. But you always go and refer your friends. You know, many years ago, I was—I knew that God has called me. I knew I was going to be a pastor. At the very young age, after I got born again, 1718, I already knew. We were praying with my friends for ministry. We prayed with our friends for our, our own marriage to say we want to marry the right woman because you can marry a wrong person. And then your life can become a mess. So we were praying. And then, Ten years after or so, the Lord spoke to me again that you said you will be a pastor. And I decided, let me go and consult. Let me talk with somebody that can, you know, you need somebody to tell you, ah, God is with you. And when I went, guess what they said? They say you, we don't see anything. You called. This thing, you'll get over it. I don't know you get it. The voice is always there. But you are always doubting, is it God? Because we want affirmation from others. Then Samuel went to Eli. Eli became a good father. And he said, I realize that there is another voice that you don't know. And most of us, amidst all these many voices, there is another voice. And that voice is the voice of God. And if you listen, you will succeed. If you listen... Your prosperity will come quickly But most of us wouldn't listen Because we have self-interest Even certain things As the Lord is speaking to you You say no I will not do it Because I have the things I want to do I want to do my own thing People only respond to the dramatic And to the glamorous You know when If, if now I was to say Now it's prophetic time, so and so stand up. People will come to church so that you can prophesy and speak public, so that people can hear. That's why people are interested. They are interested in the celebrity church. You can't hear God in the many voices. Because the celebrity doesn't act for himself, he's acting for the benefit of being known and seen by others. That is why you find in terms of suicide, they've got a high suicide rate. Why? Because if if they come to church and they don't say, oh, you look nice. Oh, look at your your hairstyle. Oh, you look like heaven. When they live here, they are going to be under depression. They will dress up expecting you to say anything and you keep quiet. I tell you, they will be very frustrated when they go home. May you hear the voice of God today. May you hear the voice of Jesus today. God is always calling. Your success will have come a long time. But because you have chosen to listen to your own voice, to the voice of your friends. 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 11 and 12. It says, uh, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. This is the story of Elijah and Elisha but they start with Elijah God was talking to him and when God was talking to him he says behold the lord passed by and a great strong wind tore the mountain and broke the rocks in pieces before the lord but the lord was not in the wind I, I can imagine if it was in the church now, we, we are praying there's a strong wind, as we are talking, rocks are breaking. We'll be, all of our cell phones will be out taking the pictures that, wow, powerful. God is in this thing. Listen to this. It says, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. Think about it. You are in the church. The prophet is standing there and all of these things are happening or the pastor is standing there. All these things are here. We'll be taking selfish. Saying to everybody, there is the last service. Don't miss it. Five o'clock, you must be here. Some of us will never even leave the building. We'll sit on the chair so that we can sell to others who want, when they come late, to say we have a front seat. You can pay some more so that you can see the fire. You can see the wind. You can see the earthquake. That's what people hear today. They hear the glamorous, the outward that what speaks to them. But listen to the last part of the verse. And the Bible says, and the fire was, and and and, and it says, and but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a small, a little, a still small voice. That's what God was speaking. There is a still small voice that is speaking in your heart If you were to listen to it Your success will come quickly You see I'm a pastor because of that still small voice Many years ago when we started It looked like I'm stupid It looked like my head is not working It looked like I'm making up things Many years after it's starting to make sense I can hear the voice clearly I can relate to that. Some of you, you will only relate to the voice 10 years, 15 years down the line. You'll remember. I think I remember this voice. God spoke to me. There is crossroads in life. You must pray that when you come to that crossroad, one, one part of the crossroad is a career. You have to know which career am I choosing. Most people who study never do what they study. Because what they study is not what they are supposed to do. But they'll say, they come to the university say, is there any course that is available? What is there? And they tell them, uh, we have this course. And you qualify. You know, all the courses that nobody applies for. They are filled in January by those who don't know what they are looking for. May the Lord have mercy. There are crossroads. When you are about to be married, you have to know who's getting married to me. Oh no, they say, hey, the guy is nice uh, The guy is an engineer uh, This guy is a doctor You know, he's driving and..." I say, no, there is a potential He's doing this You are marrying for the wrong reasons And that's why you will not be happy yeah, There are a lot of people who are married Who are not happy You can look to your right or to your left There are a lot of people They are married, they are not happy Yeah Because they are married for the wrong reasons There is a still small voice in in you that always speaks. The brother that I propose you might not be the one that looks like heaven. But that guy might be heaven and earth for you. You will flourish and prosper because you are able to listen. God is talking to you to tell you, no, abandon the course." But you are saying, this work is paying more. You are not aware that... It's not about how much you earn. Still, small voice. All of us, God is speaking. This is why I say in the Great Commission, we can do the work of God. All of us can do the work of God. Number two, great grace is upon your life. Can you tell your neighbor, great grace is upon your life? Yeah. All of us have grace. Never be told. It doesn't matter what sin you have committed. You have good in you. The Bible says we are created in His image, in His own likeness. Regardless of how we feel, there is something more we can do. There is something that we can do for God. There is something we can do for our neighbor. There is something good we can show to others. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 11, uh, chapter 1, verse 5, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So God knew you before even you became. Before you were born, I sanctified you and I ordained you a prophet to the nations. You have to believe you were not just born to pass through. The the circumstance of your birth cannot determine your future. Even if they tell you you are a product of rape, there is a purpose and a call about your life. There is something supernatural about each and every one of us. There is something special about you. You must hear the voice of God. You must be able to, to follow that still voice. And here the Lord is speaking. He says, He says, I ordain you a prophet to the nations. But listen to our usual response. This is traditionally a South African responding to God. He says, Then I said, Ah, Lord God. Behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. No, I can't speak. I, I'm too small. What will people say? I need to get older. No, 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 no. The people who change the world are young. It's very rare that an old person will change the world. It's very rare. There is a voice. The Lord is speaking. The Lord is talking. He says, I can't speak, for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm a youth For you shall go to all to whom I sent you And whatever I command you, you shall speak Do not be afraid of the faces Because you can be intimidated by the faces Yeah, you can be intimidated by the faces You can look at the faces and say, oh no, not me You can be intimidated by the faces but the Lord said, do not be intimidated. Do not be afraid of the faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Verse 9, then the Lord uh, put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Can tell you tell me, but the Lord has put his word in your mouth. Verse 10, he says, see, I have said this day, I've, I, I, I have This they set you over the nations and over the kingdoms To root out and to pull down To destroy and to throw down To build and to plant All of us, we can be able to establish and build other people's lives The commission, the great commission is not about us It's, It's not about you, but it's about us Most of the time people are thinking Things exist only for themselves May the Lord have mercy. Great grace is upon us. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 10, it says, I've set this day over the nations, over the kingdoms, to root out, I've set you up, to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Can you tell your neighbor, you can build and plant. All of us have the capacity to do good. Yeah, you have The ability to do good. When Christ died on the cross, he died for us. The Bible says, uh, Jesus speaks, he says, I've come that you may have life and have it abundantly. It is possible your life can turn around. It is possible you can do very well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you tell your neighbor, God has set his eye on you. Yeah, you will surprise people who have written you off. You will surprise them. Choose to listen to that still, small voice. Don't be taken up by the glamorous, by the external. There are telltale signs sometimes. God will affirm by using other people into our life. But most of the time, we need to be bold enough to listen. I can do this. So- as a shepherd, as a cell leader, God has placed today. Pray for the people. Lay hands on the people. Bring them before. The- You'll be shocked what God can do. Yeah, you'll be shocked what God can do. God is willing to change your life. May the Lord have mercy. Number three, Jesus has given us power and authority to do the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is not for the pastors. It's not for the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher only. All of us can fulfill the great commission. We can do our part. The book of Matthew 10 verse 1 and i read it says and when he had called these 12 disciples to him he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast out to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease matthew 10 verse 8 it says heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead and cast out demons freely you have received freely give all of us we can do the work of God by praying for others, by bringing others to the Lord. That is our greatest goal. Being a Christian is not to come to church and be nice, smiling, uh, sheepishly to everybody. <laughs> then they say, nice Christian. No. The power is in the words that you share and tell others about the love of God. Amen. Everybody needs to know. Maybe you are here, nobody has told you, I love you. I want you to know, Christ has already said it. He loves you. He gave his life Just for you God loves you And has a purpose for your life He said my plans They are to prosper you not to harm you Until now you have suffered Because you have neglected what God Has called you to do There is a still small voice Sometimes God will tell you these friends are not good friends But you say I have no friends I'm keeping them You end up going to jail You end up suffering greatly in life because when you came to the crossroads you, uh, you chose not to listen To that inner still voice That voice of God In you to guide you The Bible tells us here That Jesus uh, called the 12 to himself And the Bible gives us an understanding He called the 12 That they might be with him So coming to Christ The main part is your devotional life God wants you to spend time with him base of the same feather flock together The company you keep you will become Yeah Oh you walk around with all the clever Sunny side You will become wiser like them You will be crooked Have you seen crooked people Even when they intend to do good They still do wrong things They can't distinguish Anymore because they've been So deep into this thing Listen God has a good plan for your life. And God wants to prosper you. Mark chapter 3 verse 14 says, Then he appointed the twelve that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. So when we come, God has called us so that we can go out and share with others. So that we can show goodness and kindness to others. Praise the Lord. Can you tell your neighbor, the grace of God is upon your life. Yeah. Jesus said, all authority and power is given unto me. Go. Most of the time we look at ourselves and say, until I reach this level, I will do this. You are at the right level to do what you are supposed to do. Be bold, be courageous. To, to, to read this book of Mark chapter three fourteen gives us that understanding that he made the disciples so that they can be with him you can't be a shepherd who's distant from his sheep you can't be a leader and your people are too far from you 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 have to be compassionate you have to show kindness for others to be able to grow hallelujah you can fulfill the great commission by following closely the book of first kings 19 verse 19 to 21 most people want to be great, but they are not willing to follow. It's not possible. To be, for us to be where we are, is because we are following. You must be willing to follow. To become great, to become powerful, is because you have learned and you have walked with others. First Kings nineteen, nineteen to twenty one. He says, So he departed, this is the story of Elijah and Elisha And he, he departed and found Elisha, the son of Shephat, Who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him And he was with the, with the twelve Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah And said, please let me kiss my father and my mother Then I will follow you Then he said to him, go back again, and for what have I done to you? So Elisha turned uh, back from him and took a yoke of oxen, slaughtered them, and boiled their flesh using the oxen equipment and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant. You see, we are where we are because we are servants to others. If you can't serve, you can't lead. If you can't serve, you can't be great. It doesn't matter. Every person who is at the specific position, he had to serve at some stage in their life. You have to serve to experience the power of God. And today I want to say to you, the Great Commission, all of us can fulfill our mission and the call of God upon our life. We can do great and wonderful things. You have heard people say the cake It's not good enough, it's not big enough Let me tell you, that's a lie Unless they are talking about their own cake I understand But all of us can be great without anyone being disadvantaged I said you can be great, all of us Without anyone being disadvantaged You can be a leader And show forth greatness Without having to to speak bad Or to cut somebody short So that you can be great, no The book of Matthew chapter 11 As I close uh, Verse 28 to 30 Jesus is speaking, he says Come to me, all you who labor And are heavy laden Some of us, life has not Treated treated us well We have so much scars We have got so much pain So much has been done against us And so much is still being done Against us, but Jesus Is speaking, he says Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. And he says, I will give you rest. There is a place to rest, and that place is called Jesus. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Your rest for your soul is in Christ Jesus. Jesus is the greatest uh, peace that has been given to us. Without Christ there is no peace. And today, I want to extend the same peace to you that Christ has said, Come, and I will give you rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. God has an interest in your life. God wants to prosper you. God wants the burdens, the heaviness that you have to be broken. God wants you to serve him. And as we have said, he's knocking at the door of your heart. He says, I stand at the door and knock. If you open your heart, I will come in, sit with you, dine with you, and he says, God will create a space for you to flourish. As we are going to pray, can we bow our heads together? Every eye closed, every head bowed. I want to pray together with you today um, uh, the choice that you have in this life when God sent Jesus was that we should succeed and prosper. Verse, Re- Revelation 3.20, is, for he says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in, into him, and dine with him, and him with me. Today, as we come before the Lord, as we round up this service, Jesus is still calling. There is that still small voice to make right with God. And Jesus was challenging us, was challenging Elisha, elijah to say there is that still small voice not the glamorous but the still small voice that tells you this is the right thing to do i want you to pray for yourself to say lord may i i hear you can we pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for your word that your word is living and powerful lord may you touch us may you heal us may you restore us May by the power of your spirit make all things new for us lord may we experience total restoration May we be able to hear. May we be able to do the great commission. May we be involved in the work of God. May we show kindness not only to our own, but to others. For Lord, your word teaches us that we should first love, love God and then love our neighbor. We pray even today that Lord, we may show this kindness. While all eyes are closed and all heads are bowed, I want to pray together with you. Maybe you are here You have never made right with God. You have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Jesus was speaking. He says, my yoke, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. And he says, I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He says, for I am gentle and lowly at heart. Today you can make right with God. Today you can come to God And God will restore your life. So if you are here today, you say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want to be a child of God. I want to respond to the knock of Christ in my life. I want to hear the still voice of God that I may be guided and directed by God. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior I want my sins to be forgiven. I'll ask of you to lift up your hand wherever you are seated and I'll pray together with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Is there somebody else? I want to make right with God. I want to experience God. I want want to experience the love of God. Is there somebody else? Hands have gone up. What about God bless you. I see your hand. Is there somebody else? I want to make right with God. I want to hear this still small voice that in the midst of the many, noises and voices I must be able to distinctly hear you. Today you can make that choice. Jesus come into my life. Be my Lord and be my saviour. Is there somebody else? Pastor, include me in the prayer. I want this still, small voice to come into my life. Thank you for joining us with Apostle Vincent Loite. For more life-transforming messages, connect with us on Twitter at ECCRSA and our YouTube channel at Emmanuel Christian Church HOJ.